What is up, team? Welcome back to the Red Storm Rapid Reaction Podcast. I'm Pat Kane, and St. John's just managed to salvage their trip down to Charleston. Come out with a 2-1 and record with a nice victory over Utah. Um, not the result we wanted going in. We were hoping we'd be playing for the championship game, you know, against Houston, uh, obviously with a chance to come home with some hardware. But all things considered, St. John's finished this trip on a high note, and today especially was playing a much better brand of basketball. Uh, not perfect by any means. Still a lot of things to sure up. You still did give up 82 points. Uh, you still did let the team back in the game a few occasions when it seemed like you had a chance to maybe uh, put it away earlier. But uh, nonetheless, a lot of improvements, a lot of uh, different uh, roles filled by different guys tonight. Uh, Aline made a, a big-time push to uh, in the first half and, the, uh, again, took a while to get in the game. But once he got in the game – early dividends. Uh, his plus minus must have been uh, fantastic in that first half stretch. I think he pushed up to 10 points as soon as he came in. Uh, he had hit a couple shots. He also had a couple nice passes in the second half, that beautiful alley-oop to Soriano, uh, a couple nice easy reversals that are just smart, heady plays. And he played well and it looked like he was rewarded with some additional playing time in the second half. And I think we'll continue to see him get some more minutes. Although with um, Lewis coming back next Saturday, thankfully. Um, that will also affect the rotation in some way. We'll see how that plays out. But excellent minutes from Aline, excellent minutes from Taylor. Both of those guys in kind of a supporting uh, role, 3 and D, both hit their open shots, both played good, solid basketball. And then Dingle, Jenkins, Soriano, and Ledlam uh, led the way with some um, offensive firepower. Dingle had his best offensive performance, his best overall game. Uh, Ledlam could probably say the same as well. Uh, both of them were hot from deep. Uh, Dingle had a couple electric plays going to, towards the rim. Uh, tonight was the most comfortable I thought he looked with the basketball, and no surprise, he had the ball in his hands much more often. Um, Jenkins did have a good game, still had a few too many reckless decisions uh, or you know unwarranted shots, but overall he made great contributions and he plays his ass off. There is no debate there. Uh, this Utah team was pretty good. They had a lot of size, played uh, two seven-footers, and, you know, this is good practice for the size we'll see in the Big East. Against, you know, your Yukons and your Creightons who have those seven-footers, and they like to run block-to-block -block action. Uh, we did need to sure up some of that stuff, and uh, Soriano this weekend, I think, did show great improvements in terms of his ability to guard in the post. Uh, Holmes on Dayton did take advantage of him off the dribble some and got him a little bit out of position. And I think we do need to, you know, that questionable decision there, having him guard so far from the basket. But in the post this weekend, he did a great job holding his ground and then continues to just clean the glass like a monster. Uh, huge 15 rebounds tonight, and we needed them, you know, um, with the front line Utah had. And Ledlum did a great job rebounding tonight. Uh, good to see him make some outside shots. Still struggling at the rim big time, but less – uh, uncontrolled drives tonight, um, was a little bit more deliberate on offense, not getting himself in trouble. Uh, but hopefully as he gets more comfortable, more acclimated to the, the size he's beginning to see, he'll be able to get a little more crafty, a little more under control and find his spots a little better. And if you're hitting shots from 20 feet, it's obviously going to be an easier task. So hopefully he'll continue this good play. Uh, after Thanksgiving, and we could have a, a nice stretch where we can really find ourselves as a team before we play uh, West Virginia. I can't even remember if we had a Big East game before we play a West Virginia game. It's kind of weird, I think. But I know 
Our next game is next Saturday against Holy Cross. Yes, I will be there. Yes, my co-host Cole will be there. He's still down in Charleston. I think he said he just got in the fight with a Dayton guy you know, during the Houston warm-ups. I don't know what it was about, but hey, good luck down there, Cole. We need you on Saturday, so uh, please make it home all right. Um, let's take a look at the box score. St. John scored 91 points tonight, got contributions from a bunch of different guys. Um, four or five guys in double figures. Uh, Aline had nine or 10 off the bench. To lead the way was Dennis Jenkins, 17 shots to get 19 points. Um, not the most efficient night, but only two threes. Most of the shots he took were going towards the basket. Uh, could do without a few of them, but overall, a good, a good solid game by Dennis. Did also have eight assists. I believe he had three turnovers, um, but a good overall game and he's talented it will be just about you know how we're able to infuse more usage in our other guards while getting getting Dennis to take a lesser role by still but still being a contributor in all those other areas and still you know giving 110 percent because we, we do need him out there needless to say um even if it has to be in a, a much less of a usage uh role and if you see at the very bottom of the screen i highlighted the usage rate for this game uh, dingle 29 percent ding uh Danis, 33%, much closer than in games past. I think it was over 40% for Danis in the game against Dayton and under 15% for Dingle. So as you can see, oh, we might want it to even increase more where Dingle gets a little bit of a slight edge over Danis as we continue this, but um, much more closer here. And you can see how it paid dividends to the overall um, you know, contributions uh, spread out nicely with the, with these starters. Ledlam had 15 points. He was five for nine from the field, four for seven from three. He'd have nine rebounds, and a couple of those were, were big time boards. Um, Dingle, 18 points on only 13 shots, four for eight from three, three rebounds, five assists. You know, I'm not sure if it's a coincidence or not, but his most contributions on the boards and the assists tonight also come in his greatest contributions scoring. Uh, did one lead to the other? Did the other lead to the other? Who knows? All I know is he played better, and I think they will be connected when you're involved in other plays, when you're making things happen, both defensively and on the boards and making, uh, you know, getting good shots for your teammates, uh, it makes you feel better. At least this is just an opinion I'm willing to to go to, to my grave with. So um, I think those things are tied together. It was good to see him active in those other areas, make plays for his teammates and reward himself with some, uh, you know, some more shots uh, for him. Uh, Joel, solid game, 12 points. 15 rebounds, five for 10 from the floor, solid overall. Um, I like that he's not falling in love with the three, even though he's four for four in the early year. He's not really out there hunting for that shot. He's used it as a weapon when we needed it. Um, I hope we don't see him get a quick trigger there, and he's very selective with it, and he continues this this paint dominance we've seen because uh, he is a beast. Um, Taylor, I thought, was extremely solid. Three for five from the floor, three for four from three. One of those threes was a big time three late when we had to push the lead back up. The double digits after Utah made a uh, tough three. Uh, Aline, like I said, huge contributions. And then Wiltshire, I thought, played really good basketball. His defensive effort is great. Um, he hit a mid-range jumper. He you know, works his tail off, and he's cheering like a madman again on the bench. I just love what I'm seeing from this kid, and I think we'll continue to see him get more and more minutes as the season progresses. Uh, and hopefully be ready to take that baton and really, you know, lead the charge next year as St. John's point guard. Um, look at some of those comparisons there. Or not comparisons, just just some stats by St. John's. 18 points off the bench, 32 points in the paint. 
um, 13 second chance points, big 12 offensive rebounds. We were big in the glass tonight. Zuby deserves mention for his effort. I think he took a step in the right direction. I think uh, Drissa, you know, obviously not the most talented kid in a step behind our front court players, if not a few steps and not a guy we should be expecting contributions from, but they did have a nice basket inside in the first half when we were right in the throes of things. So, um, you know, was able to make a contribution and that was good. Um, we were five for five tonight on layups. That's an improvement for St. John's. Lord knows we struggled inside the paint. Two for three on dunks, so not quite perfect there, but seven for eight from shots at the rim. Um, you'll take that percentage, and hopefully St. John's can build off that because, you know, it's not just this year's current issue. It wasn't just last year's issue. It's been a seemingly decade-long spell of St. John's struggling mightily around the rim, and I'm sure the percentages don't exactly bear out to you know, as bad as his fans might think it is, but it, it has been brutal. I want to be surprised if we, you know, are near the bottom of the Big East over the last five to 10 years in terms of shot percentage, um, shooting percentage at the rim. But you like to see that seven for eight, and hopefully that's a sign of good things to come. Um, tough call to not going to play the game. Could have gone a multitude of guys. Wouldn't have been wrong if you chose any of those four guys who had those big scoring nights, I don't think. But again, I've got to stay with our guy, our captain, uh, the senior, Big Joel Soriano. 15 rebounds against a huge front line, 12 points on 50% shooting. we got to continue to feed this guy. Uh, didn't take any dumb shots, didn't have any dumb fouls, just played really solid basketball, was a rock we needed in the center. And I do not think we win this game without Joel playing the 30 plus minutes he did. Of course, we can probably say that for a few other guys. And like I said, this was a tough decision, the toughest one so far this year. But Joel gets the player of the game all three games this tournament. We'd be lost without him. Keep it up, big man. Uh, that team comparison. Look, Utah didn't play terribly. And if we didn't have such a hot scoring night, uh, there's some things that could have really come back to ha uh, hurt us. And you could see we didn't finish the game extra crisp. There was a few sloppy turnovers. Uh, Rick had to call a timeout, and uh, we did not look super crisp that last minute. There was times in the first half we had close to a 10-point lead. That dissipated back to a tie game. We pushed it back up to 8 or 9. That dissipated back to a Utah lead, and then we pushed it back up to 10 or so. We kept it there. But a lot of stuff we got to work on in terms of our focus and our energy once we are playing well to keep that up for longer stretches because the talent is beginning to shine through. 53% uh, shooting for us. For the length of the game is great. 50% on 26 threes is unbelievable. We can't count on that every night, but we'll surely take it here. Uh, we did give up 44% to Utah on 25% on 25 attempts. So, you know, our defense surely wasn't sterling in that regard either and something we'll have to work on. Still can't get above 70% from the free throw line. 8 for 12, not terrible, but certainly not, you know, great by any means. On uh, our 16 turnovers could afford to be a little bit better. Uh, we did give up 32 points, or I'm sorry, 24 points off our own turnovers. So you can see how costly that can be. And again, big 12 offense rebounds, but we did give up 11 of our own to Utah. Again, a big front line. We were able to out-rebound by 10. So good job there in the boards. Cannot complain. Um, excited to see this team in person. You know, hopefully I don't bring my curse along with me. And I understand people are probably yelling at me saying, Pat, stay the hell home. Don't you go back to Karnasek Arena, especially on the night RJ Lewis is scheduled to come back, return from injury. But I got these tickets and I got a nice deal on them. Thanks to our good friend. Um, well, I don't want to out him again, but the same man who was nice enough to record the game inside Karnasek Arena for the Rutgers exhibition 
was also nice enough to sell some of his tickets for cheap because uh, he couldn't make it. And thanks again, SW, for what you're doing here for this St. John's fan. And I'll be in the building next Saturday, me and Cole, excited for it. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. The subscriptions, the comments, the likes, they're all very much appreciated. Um, you know, we put in a lot of hard work, and it's all because we like talking St. John's with you fans. So thanks for all that. Please keep tuning in. Uh, for Anthony Mason Jr., this has been Pat Kane, the Redstorm Rapid Reaction Podcast. Peace.